it's not that you're asking too much. It's that you should ask it of yourself. It's a Word Podcast starts now. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of It's a Word Podcast. This is your girl, Golden. Welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here today with me. You could be anywhere else. You could be listening to anything else, but you decided to tune in. So I am truly honored and I'm grateful. Um, Yeah, sis, it's been a week and a half since we spoke. How are you doing, sis? How are you holding up? I hope that as you receive this, you're in a good mental space, a good physical space, you're safe, you and your loved ones are fortunate enough to be okay, that you are happy and well, and um, should you know, I am truly blessed, I can't complain, I, I, I there's been a lot going on since the last podcast, I'm going to address a few of those things. Um, I actually have been, um, a little bit under the weather, which I don't like to get sick. I mean, nobody does, right? And who am I to say, I don't like to get sick when there's a freaking pandemic out here and people are really ill, you know, but I was down for a couple of days and, um, I'm actually just coming around. Um, no, nothing coronavirus related. Just, you know, I just, I, I suffer from, um, migraines sometimes or intense I don't know, it's a combination of either migraine or sinus, uh, sinusitis, 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 right? My sinuses get like inflamed and it's like serious sinus pressure. So I got completely, I was like, okay, there's, you know, when you get sick and there's like nothing you can do, because sometimes you can work through the pain, you know, you get a little cold or you get a little something and you're like, oh, you take a, you know, a bit of medicine or whatever, take care of yourself a couple hours or whatever. And then the next day you can function or you can function through the illness this was not it. I was floored. I was bedridden. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I give up. I'm going to just stay down. You know, <laughs> it was like, stay down. Don't move. Because the more I moved, the more I was in pain. And I'm the type of person that I feel so like, while I'm sick, I'm thinking of all of the 10,000 things that I should be doing or that are not being done. And it's like, it's, it's another form of crippling in a way. I get, I cripple myself that way because I'm not allowing myself to heal. So I had to just stay down and take the L. I took the L, sis. I just was like, you know what? I'm sick. I'm just going to stay down. And like I always say, right? Life will wait for me on the other side. So <laughs> today is the first day that I'm actually like, okay, let me get back on the you know, swing of things, you know, because, you know, as you know, mama's doing, you know, a little business and all that stuff, you know, while, um, you know, I launched my business. And so, yeah, so I'm here today. So I'm truly honored to be here, guys, and let's talk. So, all right, um, let me see. This past couple of days, I'm just going to go into the, uh, what I'm going to call it highlights, you know. Oh, I don't know if I told y'all this. This is a quick housekeeping about the show, okay? Um, for those of you who've been listening, I know there's been a little bit of, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm tweaking as I go along. You know, I'm not a professional. I'm trying to be a professional, but... Um, 
the first things first is I think I'm going to get rid of the weekend powwow. I don't know if I said that the last podcast, but I'm going to take away the weekend powwow. For those of you who don't know, if it's your first time listening, welcome. And the weekend powwow is a show that I do on Friday to usher in the weekend. And I usually like to take this show to like kind of like do an affirmation or a mind oriented, soul oriented type of affirmation to take throughout the weekend to think about as a way for us to kind of like you know stir our souls get into a a thinking process of 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 healing and whatnot right um and it was supposed to be like a no more than 10 minute show but some of my powwows of the past as you will see are like almost 40 minutes depending on where i came from or what i was thinking at the time but i'm gonna take it away and keep the show at one show a week and the reason being is because of what i'm doing I'm trying to figure my schedule out. I'm just being the real with you. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out my schedule between doing a podcast and launching my brand. It's a little tasking, and not to forget, of course, that I am a mommy. Hashtag mommy life. So I have that to do. I have you know regular day to day things, and so I'm trying to kind of like manage the whole, the whole shenet, you know, the whole shebang. So we're gonna take away the weekend powwow. I will bring it back when I bring it back when I see fit and you know when I'm able to balance which never happens who balances life you know it's like but when I feel a little bit more comfortable and I'm like okay I can I can squeeze that in I'll do it and another thing is I know that you've noticed that I'll have two you know music intros mama's gonna you know go with one I'm not gonna like it's because I didn't know which one to choose because I like them both right so I'm like, nah, let's make the show a little bit more consistent. Let's streamline, let's structure. So I'm going to just pick one um, theme song, which you heard earlier, like, you know, that you heard on the one today. It's the instrumental from um, Ryan Leslie, and I'm going to be using that one. So just these few cleanups that I'm doing to get my show a little bit more polished because mama got plans in the future with its uh, word. So that's that for that. Okay, let's get into some quick highlights. Uh, and I'm probably, and the show, this show is a little late with what I want to talk about. Some of this stuff already occurred, done been a week ago. But I kind of like want to talk about it just because. Um, well, it was Stevie Wonder's birthday. Happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. I love Stevie Wonder. He is our living legend amongst all of the legends that we are losing. My God, it's been a lot of passings these past, this past, um, past week, um, last weekend, preferably not this past weekend, but the weekend before the Mother's Day weekend, we lost Andre Harrell, we lost uh, Little Richard, we lost Betty Wright, um, Jerry Stiller, who's an actor, he's a um, He's not a, you know, like a black person, but he's well known and he passed away. But of of natural causes, he wasn't ill. Um, The cause of death for Andre Harrell is still unknown. The cause of death for Betty Wright is unknown. The cause of death for Little Richard was a heart attack. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we're losing our greats. But Stevie Stevie Wonder is here. So happy belated birthday to our beloved, beloved, beloved Stevie Wonder. The ninth, I call him the ninth wonder of the world. And, you know, he's given so much to music. So it's really a blessing that he's still around. Um, he's, he turned 70. Um, hashtag Taurus gang, Taurus gang, Taurus gang. He, he's a Taurus. So yes, of course he's a Taurus. And um, they were giving, they did a tribute for him. Um, they have a, a, um, an Instagram page for him called uh, SW Family 24. 
Um, I think they still have the tribute where that day on, I think it was Sat, was it Saturday? Last Saturday? No, the 13th. They did a 24 hour of playing all of his songs and all of the songs that he produced and all of the songs that he wrote. I didn't even know that he's the one that wrote I Can't Help It for Michael Jackson. I was like, man, Michael Jackson made bank on that song. Like, that's a glorious song. And Stevie Wonder was the one that wrote it. But all of these tidbits, like um, I know DJ D-Nice honored him. DJ, da- uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff did something. So it was really nice to, to watch. It was really something nice to do. So happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. And on a personal tip, well, not personal tip, but on a national tip, you know, um, it was Haitian Flag Day um, on the 18th, which was on Monday. So happy Haitian Flag Day to all my fellow compatriots out there, Haitians, my zoes. Happy birthday, I mean, happy Flag Day to us because truly um, Haiti is, you know, um, a very underrated um, black nation. I'm just going to say, it, don't at me, but we are the first, um, you know, liberated free republic, black nation on the earth. We fought to help liberate other countries and other people in their countries. So we did a lot for this earth. Okay. We did a lot for this earth. So it's, I'm always very, I'm very, very proud of my heritage. And, um, so I just wanted to highlight that if you're not familiar with the Haitian flag day, um, feel free to Google, Google and go learn. So that's that. Um, I know I always say this, but, um, you know, I'm going to try to keep the show brief because given I'm just coming back from a couple of days of being knocked out, needless to say, you got to know, sis, that when you are like you miss out a couple of days on things, things get behind and far behind. But I'm going to do what I got to do. So why don't we get into the next segment of the show? Okay, so. The beautifulest thing that I witnessed last weekend, excuse me, not last weekend, the weekend before Mother's Day weekend. I keep forgetting that, you know, the weekend just passed. That's how out of it I was. Um, In addition to quarantine, which by the way, um, I guess um, as I am speaking today, maybe there's a couple of of days prior to that. There's a lot of states that are reopening. Um, I know here they're starting to, where I am in New York, they are starting to resume activities in, you know, public activities um, and trying to bring things, quote unquote, back to normal. And I guess my word to you, sis, um, is be safe. OK, just please be safe out there. Um, still take precautions um, when you go outside. If you are of those people who are excited about the reopenings of this this country, given the um, pandemic and the lifting of quarantine that looks to happen very soon, um, that's fine. Good for you. Be, be, be careful. Please be careful. Take, continue to take the precautions, um, the masks, the cleaning of yourself, and all of that good stuff. If you are like moi, a bit of a skeptic, okay, um, with everything that's going on and you feel the need to continue your own self-quarantine or you are taking, please be safe as well when you go out there. You know, guys, there's really, this whole thing has been a complete disaster, irrespective. I feel personally that it's still a disaster. Um, a lot of us have suffered, continue to suffer because of this thing. So whatever is motivating 
um, whatever is the motivating factor for things to reopen without the actual certainty that this virus, this pandemic is under control and is actually ended, um, has yet to be known. So I want my, my, my best, my voice that I'm lending to this is to tell you to just continue to be safe, um, and to mind yourself and especially your children, because I didn't hear, and maybe I'm wrong. So if I am, please email me at it's a word podcast at gmail.com. Um, let me know. Oh yeah, Golden, they did lift. They, you know, there was this that that they did say that the pandemic end. I did not hear that pandemic is clear. I did not hear pandemic has ended. I did not hear coronavirus is resolved. None of that stuff. But they're opening the place. So be careful while you're out there. You know, um, and just you know, in the summer is about to start. Things are starting to be. The weather is starting to be beautiful. Take good care of yourself, sis, and of your loved ones. Okay. Um, so uh, these past couple, uh, what we want to talk about, what I want to talk about is the beauty that is what I've witnessed two Saturdays ago, which was the air quote battle between Badu, Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Okay. For those of you who don't know, if you are not in this, you know, in, you know, intertwined in the culture, or if you are not, um, you know, if you're outside of the country, I don't know. You know, if you didn't know, on Instagram, Timbaland, just a quick little synopsis, okay? Timbaland, um, producers Timbaland and Swiss Beat got together and they started something called Versus TV. And it was a little thing. I just, I got it, I admittedly just recently found out about this, like, at the beginning of the month, I think sometime in April, when um, the battle between... Um, Riza and DJ Premier, hashtag Team DJ Premier, hashtag DJ Premier One. Yes, I love Wu Tang, but DJ Premier Premier has the soundtrack beats to my youth. So I'm I I was like DJ Premier One, and I still feel like he won over Riza. So don't at me. But anyways, that's the that's the that's the um that's my verdict. But um they decided to have a a, a thing where they have um artists or stars whatever battle it out with their songs to see which one had the most bops you know who it is that you know you know like who do we like most um so apparently this thing was been happening but it started catching on so me i came in i think it was mid-april the first one that i heard about was the one that i told that just told you about rizza versus on dj premiere and then there was another one i didn't watch then there was Teddy Riley versus Babyface, which was hilarious because they messed up the first one because there was a lot of technical issues. Teddy Riley went on to being the, you know, the 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 um the main, uh, what you might call it. There's been memes made out of you know him and what happened that day, and they did a second one. And the second one was okay. You know, I watched a little bit of it. The reason why I didn't bother watching that battle was because DJ Nice. On his platform, when the first battle was messed up, he went on and did it. You know, he did a, he did he did a DJ set where he did all of the songs from Babyface versus all of the songs of Teddy Riley's that they produced from themselves for other artists such like Bobby Brown, like Mary J, and stuff like that. And it was pretty damn awesome. So I was like, I don't even need to watch that battle now. I had my fix, you know. Sorry about that. I had to get, you know, some things taken care of, a little bit of interruptions, but I'm back. So anyway, so I had my fix, right? 
And then there was another one I didn't care. So meanwhile, since that battle, everybody's starting to speculate on who should go against who. So they had like Mariah Carey, who's going to go against Mariah Carey, Tamar Braxton. I'm like, what? Tamar Braxton? Mariah Carey has nobody that she could battle, battle with. Nobody. The only person that she would would be, to my opinion, Whitney Houston. And Whitney Houston is not no longer here. Um, rest her soul. Mariah Carey stands alone. Don't at me. So there's Mariah Carey over there. Then they tried to put um, um, 50 Cent was pitted against Ja Rule, which to me would have made sense. But 50 Cent was like, nah, uh, not Ja Rule because he don't like him. I should go against Snoop. And I personally think that you are not able to, no, it's not, no, you couldn't go. Although he has bops, you cannot go against Snoop, okay? That's a, Snoop is an entity in himself. We have to find somebody else for, somebody else for Snoop. But needless to say, so the rumor started, sis, that it was going to be um, Erica Badu versus Lauren Hill. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this because Lauren Hill is a Mount Rushmore as an artist. However, against Badu, I don't know who is another Mount Rushmore, but I personally feel that as much as I revere Lauren Hill with every fiber of my being, I think that Badu would trump her with just one album. Like, I mean, she has one album that could equally be equal to, like, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. But I feel like Badu's got a lot of ammo. She's got a lot of ammo. Like, Badu's got stuff under her belt. Like, she could, like, easy take Lauryn Hill easy, right? And Badu is so, like, she was like, oh, my God, no, I'll be annihilated. And everybody was like, girl, no, you're not. You know good and well you wouldn't. But out of reverence for Lauren Hill, which Lauren Hill is all of us, right? She is like the tree from which all of the roots come from, right? I mean, the branches, excuse me. So needless to say, and then finally, they came out with the Badu versus Jill Scott. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, Neil Soul, Neil Soul, yeah, that makes sense. Why not? Off the bat, I was like, Team Badu, hashtag Team Badu. And everybody was like, oh my God, who's going, like, how can we possibly, and, and me personally, I was like straight up Team Badu because I knew Badu first and Badu is the soundtrack to my, you know, to a segment of my life as us all, right? So come to, come Saturday and I mean, people were talking about this battle for like a week prior to and a week after. That's how glorious this and it wasn't even a battle anymore at that point i called it per personally the union of the queens like the meeting of the goddesses it was the most sanctified sacred healing display of sisterhood and dismantling of rivalry that i've ever seen before between black women or at least in a long long time and i said all of this because that's what i want to talk about in a in this segment that live is up on youtube somebody was courteous enough to put it up and to put up the 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 battle between jill scott and badu and um, it's it's good quality. It's not like you're watching it through somebody's phone. And I have to urge you, sis, to go watch it if you have not seen it already. Because at the time of this recording, the battle's two weeks old. I think last week they had Luda and versus Nelly, which I didn't watch, and it turned out to be a floop, a floop, flop, flip flop. Anyways, because Nelly was not, it was not a good, you know, didn't have his tech stuff together, whatever. Which I don't care about. But 
the there was so much love displayed during that live. It was palpable. You could feel it. It was very moving. Badu, I mean, Jill Scott was like revering Badu. Badu was flipping it back, praising her. They were playing each other's music. Oh, oh, they, they were playing their songs, but they were talking about each other in, the, you know, their, 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 them being friends and how they grew together in the industry. I didn't know that the song um, that Badu and the Roots had, um, You Got Me, was written by Jill Scott, which I, she wrote the song for Badu. And at the time, Jill Scott was a nobody. She didn't have any footing in the industry and she was trying to make her way. And Badu did, you know, took the song. And even Badu, while talking about it, was saying, when I heard your voice, I was like, what am I going to do? Like she said, it was the most melodic thing she's ever heard. And the love between these two was so amazing. It restored my faith in how black women, we should love, uplift, encourage and support each other, which is what I wanted my platform to be. All of my platforms from my podcast to my soon, you know, my vlog that is coming soon to my brand. Everything about us should be about healing. And I'm not talking about healing in a way of just crystals and incense and, you know, all of that stuff. If you're not into that, if you are, that's fine. If you are religious, that's fine. Whatever, whatever floats your boats is yours. But I think there's a need of togetherness that I think Jill and Erica kind of revealed or unveiled to show how beautiful it would be if as black women, we would really cultivate love amongst ourselves because even the male even men that watch this afterwards i caught a whiff of swiss beats i mean swiss beats and timberland even had to come on their lives after that and talk about it and the way they were talking which i didn't stay long for it but i saw it on youtube i didn't watch i mean i didn't watch the whole thing but when i saw swiss beats and timberland they were talking like they were borderline almost in tears. They were like, I cannot even believe what we just witnessed here. And to me, this was a great example of how in their doing that, they dismantled the concept of rivalry and competition, toxic competition between black women. Because the whole week we were like, Team Badu, Team Jill Scott, Team Badu. Even though we were like, I don't even know who's going to win. Like, who could actually take this 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 win? We don't know because they're both powerhouses. But they were still like, oh, yeah, you know, like people was, were going in. We were going in getting ready to choose who would trump the other. And it turned out while we that we were vibing to both of them. And even I mean, like coming in talking about I'm Team Badu, I was reminded of some bops from Jill Scott that I forgot about, like Love Rain Down, that she did with the Mighty Mighty Most Deaf, Yasin Bey, and that she had um, um, Honey Molasses and A Long Walk, which, by the way, was written by Erika Badu. And I was like, of course, Erika, her vibe is all over that song. And... It was just a beautiful testimony to the love that black women have within ourselves 
and the love that we should extend to each other as we are a reflection of each other. We are the salt of the earth. You can you can email me all of your debates on that, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, A, I'm not going to reply because I don't care. You can know right now that I would I will right away disagree with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm being a total jackass, but I'll totally disagree. I'll be like, I don't care. I don't care what your, your argument is. I don't care, oh, well, the other people are all the women of color. No, no, no. Black women, black women in any capacity is a special nurturer to me i think we've been blessed with a special way to love and nurture and to soothe and to heal ourselves and our people it's just that given all of the trauma and all of the the societal um obstacles and and, and pitfalls and stumbling blocks that we encounter it makes it hard to look at ourselves that way. And I think that, and you might be like, okay, Golden, you're doing the most. It was just a musical artist, artist versus artist, artist. You know, like, but I like to look into these kind of things because we don't see, and you might say, oh, well, there's some movies about black women loving each other, whatever. But I felt like that one encapsulated it the best. The way they were talking to each other, the way they were, um, um, exercising so much gentleness with each other the way they were vibing with each other and you and it might be a personality thing but i think that there's much to learn about how we should make a concerted effort to learn how to display to extend um sisterhood sisterhood to each other first not to worry that we would want to want to be um, friends with everybody and all. Oh, well, we have to include everybody. We can't include everybody. You can't invite somebody over to your house when your house is messy. I know I don't. I can't. I can't. To me, first of all, you know, it's 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 disturbing to my feng shui. Like I don't the vibe wise, it bothers me. And to have an added like to have somebody come in my space when my space is already in chaos it to me it adds more chaos i'm like i'm not comfortable so why would i want anybody to come in my house when i'm not comfortable in my own house so i feel like that's what i i got from in 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 addition to learn to to the beautiful music that was you know um that we were reminded of their their talents and their beautiful voices and their their energy i think that they really showed us love of black women as far as sisters like as far as how we should be as far as how we can be in the same capacities and come together and there's room for everybody because i know you know we hear like sisters that are in the rap industry they say you know there's only room for one oh if one is being groomed to being the next queen then the queen that was there before she's gonna catch feelings and it's gonna be a rivalry or a beef we hear that all the time where as in the jill scott and erica badu thing that could very well have happened too you know erica badu could very well be like no i am erica badu honey there is no room for nobody else lauren hill could have been like that too but they're not and we saw it clearly so my thing for you today is to get from this first is go watch it if you didn't see it um i'm gonna watch it again because it's just hashtag vibes and three 
I think it's a good food for the soul. It's good food for black women's soul that we can see each other in such a loving space. And we can say, sis, I uplift you, you uplift me, we uplift each other. And it took everybody else. Like Queen Afua said, because Queen Afua had uh, the following day, had a meeting with Erica Badu. And you can go on my YouTube um my YouTube page, um, it's not It's a Word podcast, but in my brand, because It's a Word podca- podcast, it's not, it's not going to be an entity in itself, I don't think. But anyways, we'll talk about that another time. But I put it on my page the whole live where Queen Afua and um, Erica Badu are having a convo. And Queen Afua said, you know, mass healing. And it's almost as if when the sisters did that, everybody else was, we were instantly elevated I mean, some people were talking about, they were like, they felt like they were on cloud nine. So, sis, listen, this is what we're going to be remembering from this. Behind every woman, there's a team of women cheering her on. And I want to be, I'm going to be on my platform, the woman that cheers my sisters on. And I believe that especially, I should actually say it, behind every black woman, there's a team, there's a squad of black women cheering her on. I think we should all really push more a narrative of support for each other. I see it happening. Now, don't mind that me saying this is because I'm not looking at where it's happening, because it's happening. I just like the fact that um, the Erica Badu and Jill Scott um, live actually was like almost the epitome of what we've seen in a long time. And I wanted to draw from that and share with you that I thought that it was the best, the most humbling, but the best display of healing and the, the best exchange to heal us and say, wow, we really can come together. This is what it looks like when, you know, sisters come together goddesses come together we come together and we cheer each other on we support each other and there's no need for us to feel like there's not room or there's not a space for us there is there really is so with that sis go watch the erica badu live if you didn't see it um and you know let me know what you think send me an email at it's a word podcast at gmail.com i would love to hear your feedback but that's on that and let's move on to the next segment of the show Okay, so let's talk about the quote of the day, the quote of the day. All right, so the quote in the beginning of the show said this. It's not that you're asking too much. It's that you should ask it of yourself. I'm going to tell you right now, sis, from what I've learned, expectation of any kind is a letdown. Whether it's an expectation of someone else, an expectation on an outcome of a situation, even an expectation of yourself. To some degree, the higher it is, the quicker the letdown. If you're not able to look in the mirror and ask of yourself the things that you want, whether it be anything from success, love, money, accomplishment, la da 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 and as you ask yourself of these things, the answer is no or I don't know, then you should not turn around and think that you can ask somebody else to bring forth these things for you or on your behalf even. Now, I'm not discounting that help is available. 
I'm not taking away the fact that there are people that are willing to show you, to help you, um, to give you what you need to move about and make your life better, of course. But that's only to a certain extent. You can only help your, you can only get the help that you need as willing, as much as willing as you are to help yourself. Outside help is limited. Inside help is a little bit more lengthy and is a little bit more permanent. Because once you know how to take care of yourself, how to love yourself, how to make things come about for yourself, then expectations on outside forces or outside circumstances become immaterial. I made that mistake a lot where I would think to rely my everything, my all to get, whether it's the love of someone else, whether it's the being uh, somebody else to provide, whether it's somebody else to care for, whether it's somebody to, to, to do for me. The mistake that we are given, the, 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 not the mistake, but the myth that we are told is, is that, and who, who was I reading? Who was I looking at that was told that, that they were talking about that, where they said that, you know, they were told that they had to have a man. It was Nisi Nash. I talked about it already. Nisi Nash was sharing how she came from a family uh, where the women were saying that, no, 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 no. All you got to do is find a man to take hashtag, I mean, not hashtag, air quote, take care of you. A lot of us are groomed, especially as women, to put ourselves in a position of helplessness, inflicted, self-inflicted helplessness, because we are awaiting the man that will, air quote, take care of us financially, <clears throat> emotionally, excuse me, emotionally, physically, physical needs. And as the world is changing, so is the mindset of people. And slowly but surely, that 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 um expectation is becoming very very minimal you know it's a very rare thing and what is the number what is one of the number one thing not number one but one of the bullet points that we complain of as women is that we cannot find a man to air quote take care of us the way we want to be cared for you know what that that is that's because it's an expectation issue there's a lack somewhere i'm going to give you a quick example I remember for a long time, and it's not applying to love or anything, but I think it's a good example of expectation. I remember for a while I've been wanting to work. I've been wanting to be online for a long time. I've been wanting to learn how to be online, start a business, da da da, and do all of the things that are bring potentially can bring success. Because being a mom at home, I was looking for a way out financially. Like I was looking for a way to make money where I could be with my children. Um, at the time it was my, my only, you know, I only had my, my, my oldest daughter and she's autistic. So it required a lot of time of me and being an autistic mom, not to take away from motherhood in itself, but it's a little bit more testy. There's a lot going on there. So I was very attracted to the idea of working online. So the people at the time that I was looking up to, to show me the way it was, yeah. <laughs> It was almost like you have to just follow what I do and I will show you how to make money online. I will show you how to become an entrepreneur. I will show you how to be successful where you don't have to be, uh, you work the nine to five or you know, you become your own boss and all of the glittery stuff that was dangled in front of me and me being uninformed and starry eyed, I would follow and I've been learning to so many things that did not work and no it wasn't because because I wasn't putting in a work because one way that people will make you feel bad is by telling you oh it's, it's not the the problem is not the company is that you're not putting in the work but 
when you're in a thing and I'm not putting down the multi-level marketing things. Okay. I'm just saying in my experience, if you don't, if you're not properly educated and if you don't have access and resources, you're not going to be able to function and really catch the same success as the people that are on the top, on the top, you know, level of that company. So needless to say, the mistake that I've made looking back is, is that I would rely entirely blindly on the person that I was following or that I paid, you know, with my energy and my money, whatever money I had at the time to expect for them to show me in the, to actually flip my life into what I wanted to do because I figured, hey, they know because they're making the money. They're making the videos talking about, uh, you know, I have the way I have the course. If you buy my course for $9.97 if for $97 or for $47 or if you do this or if you do that, I'm going to show you how to do um, how to have the life that I have. And they would showcase the, Lamb- the cars, the Lamborghini. They would showcase their homes. They would showcase their their little computer screen with the amount of money that they made the month and like the three figures and the four figures. And I'd be like, wow, they know what I not know. And they're going to, they're going to make my life better. All I got to do is follow them and follow them. And in following, there's a certain level of expectation, actually a lot of expectation that just by following that person that you will rub off the success just by doing what they tell you to do. But it's not always the case. The problem with having expectation a lot of time is expectation of wanting somebody else to fix hashtag fix your life, just like I am law, is that it's just because you don't have the information on how to do it yourself. You don't need somebody to do it for you. You just need to know how to do it for yourself. The tools, sis, it's the tools that you need, not the, 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 um, it, it, it. what I'm saying is I think Information is good, but the practicality is better in anything. It's great to know how to do something, but it's better to be practical at it, where you're able to translate the theory into how can it, how can it apply for you in your life by yourself. And this past year, since 2018, when I realized that that stuff wasn't working for me, because I remember one of the, one of, it used to be my friend, one of the friends that I had, in the thing and for some reason we lost touch which is fine you know I don't lament it but he said to me oh well you know um all you got to do is copy what I do and you know and say this and say that and you're going to attract whatever and I said and I remember you know you got you got to showcase oh fake it till you make it you got to showcase you got to be be about it like talk about it as if it is and my thing was like but I'm not you know what I'm saying? I cannot talk about money that I don't have. I cannot talk about a life that I don't live. I, I cannot pretend to be something that I'm not just because I'm trying to lure somebody else to get my product just so I can make a buck off, off of them. And, you know, you can because that's your life. You know, you're the single male out there in Florida living your best life, doing the, your best thing. And I'm not saying that in a bad way because he's a good guy. I was just saying that. You know, you can showcase the Lamborghinis and your trips and your home and look at my screen. I made a million dollars or whatever the hell. I can't because I am not living like that. So why would I portray myself as, oh, yeah, if you follow me, you can make the same amount of income that I'm making. Oh, just use my screen, you know, things like that. And I'd be like, wow, I can't do that. First of all, it's a lie. Second of all, it's disingenuous. But third of all, that's not when I would have people inquire about the business that I air quote business that I was a part of to make money. 
And they would be like, are, and legitimately ask me, are you making money off of this? Are you sure that I can make money off of this? I wasn't able to answer. I would go around about the answer because I knew that if I answered yes, it was a lie. I would say things like, I am on my way or, you know, like a roundabout answer to say, look, it's not about the money. It's about the investment, da, da, da. you know, like things to not really answer the question. And that would make me feel lousy because I'm like, I'm not living the life. And here is I'm telling somebody else that I'm living the life just so that they can give me the money so I can start living the life just so they can get my product, not even my product or whatever. And it wasn't authentic to me. I'm like, I don't want to promote or talk about somebody else or something else that I don't even believe in just because I'm trying to achieve something and I had and I have yet to be successful at it sis. I have not ever I made a little bit of money but it wasn't enough to say that I was balling in a way where I could say oh yeah 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 if you join this you're going to make money you're going to be successful come in my team and blah blah blah. I couldn't do it. So to me, I was already disarmed from the get go because although the information sounded good, I didn't I couldn't even translate it into my own life where I would have actual results. To show you how to do it. Anyways, I don't want to be lengthy. Maybe I'm having a truth moment with you, sis, right now. But my point is, it was the tools. I needed the tools. I needed the know-how. And I needed to be able to do it from within my own soul, my own self. The expectation that I had for somebody else to do what I wanted to do, I was supposed to have it on. I was supposed to, I was supposed to have been told that I should ask it of myself first. First of all, what is it that you want? What you're looking for, how can you go about and make it happen but with the person that you are? How can you do it in a way that you're comfortable with yourself? That it suits the person, your own mind, your own soul, your own belief system, not somebody else's because it's never going to work. And then, of course, when you ask somebody else to help you or to do something for you, there's expe- th- th- with expectation comes conditions. Everybody's their own people. Nobody's going to want to continue to help somebody. And then in your expectation, you get let down if it doesn't happen as fast as you want or if the way you want it. So why not cut all that and just do it yourself? With expectation of others comes let down. With the expectation of an outcome, outcome comes let down. I've been wanting to have a successful business or whatever for the longest time, but it didn't happen in the time frame that I wanted. So I was disappointed and I thought it wasn't meant for me. Once I got the right information and I was doing the research myself and I was learning on my own terms, says, I found out that it takes time. Okay? I'm all over this business for a year and a half. Like I shared with you before. It took me a month to actually get it up and running. And look at that. This past week, I was crushed with, a, with being sick. I wasn't able to do nothing. So there's ups and downs to anything. There's levels to this. You have to expect of yourself what you're looking for in your life, sis. And even that of myself, I was let down because I was like, okay, I ended up being sick. So the stuff that I wanted out this week, the inventory that I wanted out is not out. I wasn't able to work on it because I wasn't feeling well. And I'm still in learning mode. So what I want happen is not exactly happening as I was expecting it to be. So in ex- instead of expectation, sis, I think that we should have leniency with with ourselves we should set out for our goals but we should have flexibility not expectation i think we should have um rather than expectation we should have anticipation we should have grace because things are not always going to be the way we expect it to be 
And I think it's a more realistic approach to how we do things and how we heal even of ourselves instead of giving ourselves deadlines. You know, like deadlines are good, but instead of like, of, of having, of being rigid, I think I'm trying to say that we should eliminate and get rid of rigidity in our lives and of ourselves and be a little bit more flexible and understand that if you can't ask it of yourself don't ask it of anybody else don't ex don't expect see the word keeps coming back don't think that it's going to happen without you having a say in it without you looking at yourself first because then you will not have to deal with disappointment and also you will go with the flow and it will be a little bit less hard on you. you. It's a way of having to be less hard on you, I find, for myself, in my experience. The more flexible you are, the more you understand that you make room for things to happen, for life to take place. You make room for you to become a little bit more solution-oriented. Because instead of looking at what's not happening, you're looking at, okay, what is happening? And you make room for what could interfere. So I think the message today is, is that let go of expectation and make room for life. <laughs> make room for yourself. Make room to make mistakes. Make room to learn. Make room to embrace change for change to come. And make room for things to not go your way. So that way you can adjust and adapt as you go along and whatever that capacity that may be, whether it's in your business that you're starting, whether it's in your business that you're currently in, whether it's in a new project that you're starting and whether it's in the, the task of self-awareness, which at the end of the day boils down to that. In learning to love yourself again, sis, in learning to reinvent yourself, in learning to be you again, make room for change and get rid of expectation make room for learn as you go i think it's a little bit more logical thing to do is to learn as you go i'm doing it in my business but i'm doing it also in the person that i'm becoming and that honey is the word that i want to impart for you today learn as you go let your expectations go learn as you go apply what you learn and get the result, learn from that, and move on to the next, on to the next one, on, on to the next one. And that, honey, it's the word. And this was another episode of It's a Word Podcast. I'm so glad that I got the podcast going again. Oh, my God, I'm glad I have the podcast going again. Sis, I'm glad you were here with me today. And I wish you well. And you know that you can get in touch with me more than just my email, it's a word podcast at gmail.com. But you can come see me on my Twitter, It's a Word Podcast, my Instagram, It's a Word Podcast, and my Facebook. Sis, I want you to keep your head up. I want you to stay strong. And I want you to continue to live boldly, to laugh hard, and love yourself even harder. And I will see you next week with another episode of It's a Word Podcast. Golden signing out. Peace.